Super quick announcement before I get into today's episode. So I am in the process of building my very first course. So I have a lot of ideas and thoughts going out into the future about, you know, fitness courses, finance courses, even some faith courses if we ever get to that point. But right now I have built a fat loss course. I'm calling it Full Throttle Fat Loss. And the full complete version is going to be set to launch at the end of this year, probably sometime in November. And this thing, man, I am trying to make this into the most comprehensive source or resource that you can find anywhere when it comes to fat loss, right? I've been in the fitness world now for many, many, many years. And growing up, some of you guys already know my story. I grew up as a very big kid. My whole family is overweight, out of shape. I was made fun of. I was picked on. I was all those things. And then by God's grace alone, I turned it around when I graduated high school. I discovered competitive bodybuilding and the rest is history. But I say all that to say that I've made a ton of mistakes along the way. But one thing I think I've kind of figured out is how to lose fat and how to do it effectively and efficiently. So I'm building out a course with everything, man. PDFs, checklists, Google tracking sheets that have formulas built in to keep you on track, videos explaining the content, videos demonstrating the exercise, the exercises, private Facebook groups where all of the people in the program can communicate with one another and encourage one another and motivate one another. You guys can ask each other questions. You can ask me questions, all that stuff. When the full version launches later this year, it is not going to be cheap because I think that this thing is going to provide a ton of value. But what I am looking for right now is I am looking for some beta testers to go through a beta version of the program. It's going to be a nine-week version. It's going to be set to launch sometime around the middle of September. And I'm only looking for about 12 to 15 beta testers. And this is really the first public announcement I'm making about this. I did a couple of things. I sent out an email to some people and I made an announcement on the Facebook group. Uh, not the Facebook group, but the face the weekly uh, Facebook Q&A event the last couple Tuesdays, and they're already almost filled up. I already have pretty much almost, well, not pretty much almost. I almost have the 15 people that I'm looking for. I've got people that are already pretty interested, and so I wanted to let you guys know there will be a link in the show notes. If you are interested, man, click that link just to get a little bit more information about what the program will entail. And if you're interested, let me know. And if it makes sense for you after I learn a little bit more about what you're trying to do, then we will try to get you in the beta group. And it won't be free, but it will be a a significantly reduced discounted rate. And if you are part of the beta group, then you will be grandfathered in to all full versions and all updates and permanent access to the Facebook group. So I wanted to mention that. But uh, without further ado, man, let's get into today's podcast. Jim Schultz here for the F-Cubed podcast. Man, it's a Friday and we are feeling good. I mean, when it's Friday, you know, there's kind of like a floor on just how bad things can be. You know, I mean, man, we are, we are, we are on a Friday or at a Friday or in a Friday and it is a three day weekend, man. So, I mean, this is, this is what it's all about, man. This right here is the secret to life, whatever, whatever this happens to be in that sentence. So it's Friday 
I got a little fitness piece uh, ready to go for you guys, and I wanted to talk today about lightweights and heavyweights. And so I really think that when it comes to people trying to figure out how they want to train, right? Like when you get beyond, you know, like if you're just starting out, you know, just getting in the gym is going to be quite an accomplishment, right? Just getting into something is going to kind of command the lion's share of your attention. But once you get in there and you settle into a rhythm, it doesn't matter whether you are, you know, a guy or a girl, it it doesn't matter at all. Once you get into some kind of a rhythm and you start poking around, doing a little bit of research, you're going to you're going to try to figure out, all right, how do I want to train? What types of different things do I want to do? What types of exercises do I want to choose and that kind of stuff? But within that discussion or within that decision-making process, let's call it, you're going to want to figure out, do I want to be using lightweights or do I want to be using heavyweights? Now, generally speaking, guys tend to use heavier weights and girls tend to use lighter weights, but that's a separate discussion that I don't want to get into here today. I want to talk about something from a different angle. So, lightweights or heavyweights, the interesting thing is, the answer, honestly, is it doesn't matter. The answer, honestly, is it makes no difference whether you use lightweights or heavyweights if two variables are controlled for, which means they are the same. If you control for your total volume, so sets times reps times weight and then even you know kind of your range of motion is actually in there too a little bit if not a lot of it actually but it's something that a lot of people don't think about myself included most of the time if you control for volume and you also control for rpe your rate of perceived exertion these are two things i know i've talked about previously on the podcast so if you kind of scroll through the archives, you can find those episodes. I know I've talked about RPE at least once. I don't know if I've done a segment dedicated to volume. I think I, I think I have, but I mean, we're in the 70s now, so I can't think of all of them off the top of my head. But I know this is something I keep coming back to over and over again because it's so important. But RPE, so volume, you know, basically total work done. RPE is basically how intense your sets are. Or there's a new term that's being thrown around the fitness circles called exertion load. So, you know, how just how hard or how heavily are you exerting yourself, right? What is your exertion load? Well, if you, if you control for volume and you control for the same level of intensity that you are applying to your sets, like if you are doing your sets consistently at an RPE of 7 or an RPE of 8, and you match your volume between light and heavy workouts, it's actually not going to matter. The data are at least reasonably clear in that it really is not going to make that big of a difference which one you choose. So, okay. So, moving away from theory and getting into practice, shameless plug for my show on Tasty Trade, how can we use this practically? Like, practically speaking, you're like, all right, Jim, it doesn't matter. Okay, great. I could end the podcast there, but then I'm not really leaving you guys with anything that you can apply to your own training right away if you want to. 
So let me give you a couple of things that you can think about practically. So the first thing is this. It doesn't matter whether you use lightweights or heavyweights. Volume, RPE, controlled for, they're probably going to produce about the same effect. That being said, and this might surprise a lot of you if you guys have been following me, I think that lightweights are usually a better option for most people in the short term. So here's what I mean by that. So generally speaking, if you back off the weights just a little bit and you maintain the same RPE, you maintain the same exertion load, what's most likely going to happen is not only are is the set going to feel better, you know, I think most people, myself included, training with lighter weights just feels better. You can get into a groove better with your sets. You can maintain better form. Your range of motion is longer. I mean, there are a lot of benefits, right, to using light weights to begin with. But also, if you back off the weights just a little bit, you can usually do a lot more work at the same RPE. It's not a linear thing. And so here's what I mean. Like, let's say that Let's say that you can bench 200 pounds at an RPE of 8, and you can do it for 12 reps. So RPE of 8, which means you have 2 reps left in the tank, you could do 14 if you had to. But you you stop the set short at 12, that's an RPE of 8, you put that in your books. Well, 200 times 12 is 2400, so that set produced a workload of 2400 pounds. That is the volume that you just, you know, cycle through your system from doing that one set. Well, a lot of times, you know, when you start getting close to 9, 10 on the RPE scale, if you go up to 210 pounds on your bench, you're almost definitely not going to be able to do 12, not at an RPE of 8 at least, right? Now, you might be able to if you rest long enough or if it's kind of a weird situation or whatever, but probably if you go up to 210 pounds, let's say you can only do 10 reps at an RPE of eight. So now if you think about that, that's 210 times 10, that's only 2,100 pounds. So you've just shaved 300 pounds off of your total work by moving up in weight, by maintaining the same exertion load. So the volume is not matched between the two. And so in order to match the volume, you would have to do more sets at the heavier weight, right? So that's how you would end up with a volume matched scenario between the two. But I think this is a very common thing that a lot of people run into. And so in that scenario, the lightweight is actually going to be a better option for you. It's going to be a better option for me. It's going to be a better option for most people. In the short term, it's going to produce a greater hypertrophic effect on your system by using lighter weights. So the acute response of your body is going to be to stimulate more muscle growth more quickly by using lighter weights because of the greater volume. Again, assuming the RPE is about the same. However, you know, that's not, the story doesn't stop there. I mean, you know, light weights, if you're looking to maximize what you're doing right now, then a lightweight block or a lightweight cycle makes a lot of sense. I mean, I do this when I'm getting ready for a show. Like when I'm getting ready for a competition and I'm really close to the end, 
like the final, you know, six, eight, ten weeks or so, I usually switch over to using all lightweights across the board for everything. Because number one, not only does it bring me all the benefits I just mentioned in terms of, you know, the hyper, the hypertrophy and all that kind of stuff, but it also, when you lighten the load, your risk of injury goes down because it's just a, it's just less of a strain. It's just not as taxing on your system. And the last thing I want to do when I've worked my tail off to get in the best shape I possibly can is get hurt four weeks or six weeks before a show. I mean, that's why I stopped deadlifting last summer and have been trying to rehab my hamstring ever since. And so if you're in, if you're also in a situation where, you know, you have a very short term focus where you want to look your absolute best for this event or this moment or whatever, then lighter weights is probably a better option for you. But heavyweights allow you to get stronger. Lightweights are not going to produce that effect. Heavier weights are going to allow you to get stronger over time. And so over time, by getting stronger, it's going to allow you to use heavier weights on your lighter weight days. So if you know if you're consistently getting stronger over the weeks and the months and the years, then naturally you're going to be using heavier weights even on your lighter days. And so then you're going to end up with the best of both worlds, man. Like not only are you training relatively quote unquote light, but it's heavier than it used to be for you because you've invested in getting stronger. And so that's why still training heavy is still really important and it's still a big piece to the puzzle. Especially if, and I'd be willing to bet this is true for 98% of you listening, if not 100%, you probably don't want to do this for just 6 weeks or 12 weeks or 18 weeks. You're probably thinking long term. You're probably thinking, hey, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Right? So 5, 10, 15 years. So then taking some time to invest in heavier training will pay dividends for you down the road. And so even though you won't be able to produce as much volume in the short term, it's still worth it. And so I'll wrap it up with kind of how I how I utilize these concepts in my own training. I already kind of shared what I do with competition training. That's usually the only time that I switch over to a totally light cycle, unless I'm, I'm hurt and I'm really injured and I'm rehabbing a bunch of stuff, which yeah, at 37, I'm kind of always doing that. But, but assuming that it's you know, manageable, I proceed with my normal training, which I'll get into a sec, which I'll get into in a second. But if I find myself just really beaten up or really dinged up, then I might do something on the lighter on the lighter end. Fully heavy training, so like a power lifter type thing, where you know I'm really just using super heavy weights with you know sets of three or four or five or six reps, and I'm pushing the RPEs or whatever. I almost don't train like that fully at all anymore. Because it doesn't make any sense for me. I did that a lot when I was younger. And if I could go back, I would do that differently. Because I think I left a lot of volume on the, on the table. And, you know, I talked about this in one podcast I did before called Singularity of Purpose. Or something to that effect. In that, one of the best things you could ever do for yourself, to go off on a really brief tangent. One of the best things you could ever do for yourself, if you really want to accomplish something great, is... You should be able to synthesize your goal in one sentence and then push all your chips in the middle on that one goal. Have such a singularity of purpose that it is crystal clear what you want to do. I don't care how much I can squat. 
I don't care how much I can deadlift. I mean, my ego cares, and I guess I care a little bit, but it's really just because it's a means to an end. Where for me, the end is not the squat or the deadlift or the bench or anything in the gym for that matter. The end for me, when it comes to fitness, is on stage. The end for me is turning pro next summer. The end for me is being competitive in a pro show maybe next summer. The end for me is ultimately and eventually winning a pro show, which won't happen next summer, I don't think. That's going to be a longer-term investment. So when I think about that, right, that's my goal. So volume is so important. So that's why I don't do you know, exclusively heavy training. So most of my training is a mix between the two. Most of my training is I do the big lifts, the main lifts, like squats, like bench, like whenever I start deadlifting again, which actually could be soon. I tend to try to do the main lifts using pretty heavy weight, relatively speaking for me, right? Again, I don't do too many sets of like three or four or five anymore, but like, you know, you start getting into six, seven, eight. I mean, those are low rep sets where you can really push some nice weight if you want to. I do that. I program that in pretty much all the time with my training. And then around that, I do a lot of other movements and isolation type stuff or other compound movements where my rep ranges are higher, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, sometimes as high as 15 to 20, where I'm really trying to push the volume. And you're just able to rack up so much more volume on those higher rep sets with slightly less weight, you know, kind of using that bench example that I had earlier. So if you yourself out there have been wondering, hey, should I be using lightweights or heavyweights in my training? Hopefully that gave you guys, you know, a little something to think about and can help you make the best decision for you. So that is it, man. You guys have a great weekend. Have a great three-day weekend. I am going to try to push out a motivational podcast on Monday, even though it is a holiday. I'd say it's about 65, 35. I'll be able to do it. But nevertheless, one way or another, I will see you guys or you guys will hear me next week. And I'll see you guys then. Podcast listeners, thank you guys so much for your attention, for your time. Man, I am just so appreciative. Definitely take some time though. Check out the YouTube channel. You know, you can find it, man, you can find it a number of ways. You can find it through any of my social media. You can go to LiveFCubed, which is kind of the website, kind of the central repository for FCubed. If you go there, right in the upper right-hand corner of the site, you can click on the YouTube icon. You know, I don't have enough clout or prestige yet to give you guys like, you know, like a YouTube forward slash, you know, Jay Schultz or a YouTube forward slash, you know, FCubed. I'm pretty sure right now it's YouTube forward slash and then like the alphabet backwards and a whole series of numbers that I certainly don't remember. So I'm not going to give it to you guys that way. But like I said, you can find it a number of ways, social media, the website, whatever. Check it out. Check out the channel. All kinds of content I try to put up there. You know, at least a few new pieces each week. Check it out. I hope you like it and I'll see you guys on the flip side.